0: I offer no apologies for this week's episode. We spend half of it reminiscing about university and floating cars. But the other half, we talk about 2000's road trip. An American road sex comedy film, those are Wikipedia's words, not mine, and directed by Todd Phillips. The film stars Brick and Meyer, Sean William Scott, Paolo Consanza and DJ Quills as four college student friends who embark on our 1800 mile road trip to retrieve a sex tape mistakenly mailed to a girlfriend. The three of us on the podcast were in university in the early 2000s and this made up our 2001. We all lived together and we were watch this film over and over again. But we ask our age-old question that we always ask on the podcast. We enjoyed it then, but is it still as good as we remember? Anyway, here's the episode. Tiny salmon swimming in a stream. Tiny salmon chasing that impossible dream. (laughs) So I'd totally forgotten about that song, that Tom Green Sings. And when it came on, I burst out laughing. Because I remember, we used to sing it all the time. Yeah. Really?
1: i got to <laughs> say, you weren't not perfect
0: there. Uh, I have never been perfect oh. my life.
1: <laughs> Only when you're singing Brown Eyed Girl on karaoke. Uh, yeah.
0: That's after about five, well, ten strongbows. <laughs> Pound a pint <laughs> on a Wednesday. So, this film is definitely one of the later of the films that we tend to do in, in its age, right? It's a film that us three were introduced to in university. Um, it was back in the day when we did probably didn't have a lot of DVDs between us, but all three of us lived in a house in Traforest in South Wales um, at the University of Glamorgan. And this came out, I believe it was 2000. So I think we lived together from about 2001 onwards. That sounds about right, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, 2001.
0: Yeah. Um, But, Ev, it was you a DVD. So normally at this point we talk about memories and each of us goes off our own specific sort of take on that memory. But, yeah, this is probably the first time that I reckon we've all got a joint memory of this movie.
2: (laughs) Because it's the only movie we watched constantly for a year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to picture the scene right and the listeners won't know this but we know it really well our house that year was shit it, it was brilliant in the sense of all the guys who lived with us and you know, all the mates who used to stay over but the layout of the house was absolutely piss poor oh
2: it was a shambles yeah
0: oh, it was so basically downstairs we had two bedrooms which were <laughs> Crogs and, and Evans, and then we had a kitchen diner and the, and, and the bathroom downstairs. And the living space was this little, yeah, kitchen diner that had um, a wall bench on two, two walls and a table in it. And, and we used to spend our evenings sat around that table, <laughs> all four of us, plus friends and everything, yeah, watching at the time, I, I reckon it was a 29-inch... CRT TV, and we thought it was absolutely massive. That it was, was. It was. It was. It <laughs>
2: was. <that laughs> <so shit laughs> uh, it was. I, I remember one uh, someone someone actually sleeping on that bench, and it was in. Uh, it was. It was probably about ten inches wide.
1: I, I slept on that, on that bench one night. did
0: you? Yeah. Oh, but That's I've similar. got fond memories of the house, right? Because of what happened there. But you're yeah, the, the layout is crap. The and you're 100 percent right. Cool. There were some mornings you would wake up and you just find people sleeping in like the hallway. Well, I, I my
1: room turned into like this hostel, didn't it? I would have two or three people sleeping on the floor on a Wednesday or Saturday night.
0: And the other thing you gotta remember, right? We had three bedrooms upstairs. Um, obviously my bedroom um, our mate who was living with us at the time, Bondi his was like um, a hole it was, it was so dark and dingy in there oh, I don't,
1: say, I don't think he ever opened the curtains <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there was a third bedroom which was about the size of a shoebox which wasn't allowed to be um, a bedroom because it wasn't big enough and, and ultimately I think yeah. I, um, Chris Isaac um, inherited that bedroom um, and that's, yeah, always remember like thinking, why don't more people sleep in that bedroom <laughs> rather than the hallway or on this <laughs> tiny little bench, which is about eight inches wide? Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah. Well, I was, I remember thinking at one point, you know, the room that you bagged at? I couldn't believe you actually oh, yeah. turned around and said, I'm having that
0: room. That was a cupboard. Well, <laughs> hey, there's a reason, right? He had that room. And that's yeah. because he's the tightest fucker I know when you know
1: he had the smallest room because it was the cheapest. Tesco brand
0: food every week. Oh. It was a shoebox um, and like was- um I, I hope you don't mind me saying it, but you, 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 you're the you know slightly larger of of, of the three. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that's a very diplomatic way of putting it. I must admit, yeah. Just, well, I just... I always thought that you
1: were saving your money for number one, nights out, and number two, yeah.
2: romancing the ladies.
0: And I think both of both of those statements are actually are true. 100 percent true.
2: Yeah, but, yeah but, the, but the thing was though, there was a method to be madness. As you said, it was the cheapest room. You know, where I, where you were where you were swanning it off in your luxury, like with like 41 pounds a week or whatever, I was getting 32 or 35. Who was the winner there? <laughs>
1: yeah, but what were you using that same money
0: for? Tesco value burgers. Basically, you opened the room and you more or less had to get into the bed there was basically no other room
2: the door yeah the door actually hit the bed as you opened it uh,
0: <laughs> but now hey look it was a it was a crap layout of the house but we had an amazing time that year and we've yeah. digressed slightly but road trip was one of the films of that year for us because we would watch it quite regularly
1: I would say it was the film of that year. I, I would say yeah. that every year we lived in uni, there was a different film for that year. So the first year that me and you lived together, and it was Austin Powers 2. Yeah. that's why you shagged me. Mm-hmm. I know we did a podcast about Ghostbusters and how many times we watched that in one night. But we watched Austin Powers 2, I'd say, at least every week. Then the following year, when Evan moved in with us, it was a Road Trip. Then the year after that, when we were all... Was it Meadow Street we lived? Meadow Street, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a different film again. And then the year after that, when I didn't live with either of you to that year, I'd lived with uh, a couple of boys that had been living on my bedroom floor <laughs> for a year, was uh, old school. Uh,
0: they finally stumped up the cash and, and uh, paid Yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, going into this podcast, you know, we, we normally pick the films a couple of weeks in advance, so it gives us enough, enough time to watch it. And then obviously, we come together and, and we try and record two films of an evening. So, leading up to this, I, you know, I was thinking, when am I going to watch the films? And I was really thinking hard about the last time I watched Road Trip. And I reckon it, it possibly hasn't been since university. So, we go been, along with that. We're yeah. probably talking about 18 years. Right? Um, and then I was trying to think back to, yes, we watched it lots, but did I enjoy it? And I went into watching the film thinking wh- one of two things. First one is, was it a poor man's American pie? And I'll come to the answer of that in, in a minute. And what, what, is it the type of film I only enjoyed like one or two scenes or did I enjoy the entire film? So anyway, after watching it, I don't think it's a poor man's American pie. And, I'll, um, and we'll come to why in a minute. Um, and I do think I enjoyed the entire film back in university because re-watching it, there were so many things that I was able to quote 15, 18, whatever, however many years later. Um, but yeah, what, what what was your take on it before you started watching it this time round? And when's the last time both of you watched it?
1: I I'm with you. I haven't watched this since uni, since Ev left us and took his DVD player <laughs> and the DVD with him.
0: Uh, please don't go, Ev. You're the <laughs> one who's got Godfather, the Exorcist, and Road Trip.
1: <laughs> uh so, yeah, I was really interested to see what I would make of it this time around because, like you, I remember us watching it a number of times and, you know, I would laugh regularly. I There's always that thing with comedies, though, and I'm, I'm not... I always... I love a comedy film, but I'm not one of those people who laughs out loud regularly when I'm watching comedy. I'm more of an internal chuckler. Yeah. So... And I think a lot of people laugh out loud with in, when they're watching comedy when they're with other people mm. I, I don't know if you guys have feel the same way but when you're with other people with comedy you almost relax into it a bit more I don't
2: I... yeah yeah because you put because you're playing off other people's viewpoints aren't you and yeah you can... so if
1: someone else laughs you're more in, mm. i think you're more inclined to go along with it and laugh as well not that you're being influenced as such but you almost relax and be like, oh, I'm just gonna go with the film here, and if I find something funny, I can, I can laugh out yeah.
2: loud. As-
0: I got a question for you, Ev. Before you answer, when's the last time you watched it? Do you still own Gone? the DVD? No. Ah,
2: yeah. No, I think I think th- I think generated
0: it. That went... it. Uh,
2: no, I. Th- it was either I saw the either on eBay or I took it with my pile of CDs to. Kelly's records in Cardiff market um, yeah with my bit when I picked, when I packed up my big blue IKEA bag and took it took it along to the to uh, trade on all my CDs and DVDs. Um, yeah but but like you both I haven't last time I saw I saw this film probably was probably in that in that year in university so we're talking well 20 years, 21 years something like that. No, um,
1: it's twenty years.
2: Yeah, twenty years. Um, Jesus, I feel old. Um, I but, um, anyway, if you are old,
0: like the rest of us. Well
2: I know. <laughs> but um, but no, I think it, it's. I, I was. It's funny that like, you should mention about like, the the poor man's American pie because I think this this film is almost like the American pie, but for university students. Because I think it, it's it's almost like you have. You have American Pie for the high school kids, because obviously it's based based around high school, and and yet you have Road Trip, which is basically American Pie for university students.
1: Mm. Uh, and obviously, with the success of a film like American Pie, because that was
2: yeah.
1: beyond monstrous, when you think about what type of film it is and the amount of money it took, it was obviously going to be a slew of, you know new teen comedies or adolescent mm. comedies, depending on how you want to put it, they were obviously going to come out. And I, I do think Road Trip, certainly at the time, was was the in the top bracket of those type of films.
2: Yeah.
0: When I was thinking about the film as well, right, the, and when we, we said, oh, let, you know, let's do something a little bit newer and that relates to all of us, the first thing I thought when I thought about Road Trip... Was the soundtrack, mm. and I thought about mm. yeah. the eel song. Um, what's it called,
2: Mister Mister oh. B's Beautiful Blues or something? It's called. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, that because that's a cracking song, I think. And it, it just do you know songs and films anyway, but songs more they, they have the ability to just take you back to a point in your life, and. That song and this film does that for me for university. I, I watched it and I was just thinking, oh, I'd give anything for one night in university again. <laughs> a Wednesday night or a couple of nights, right? A Tuesday night going into Cardiff, into a nightclub at the time, which was Zeus. Then waking up the next morning, totally hungover to go and play rugby and then go out on a Wednesday sports night in the union. And specifically probably from our first or second year.
1: Double the double header.
0: Yeah. Oh, I what what I'd give to be 20 years old again doing
1: that. <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I could do it. I,
0: I'd give it a bloody good go. I know that. I, one.
1: I don't get me wrong. I, I'm all too aware that it's to do with your metabolism, testosterone, this, that, and the other, your biomechanics when you're younger, you know your body is at its best in dealing with uh, fatigue, hangovers, whatever it happens to be, yeah? Now, you'd, you'd have no chance in a doubleheader. Do you know I was thinking the other day about when we went to Magaluf for 14 nights
2: <laughs>
1: and we drank every
0: day when we were 18? Yes, yeah, but, no but I, got to, I got to the 10th night and my body shut down. <laughs> I had to have a night off a beer.
1: Well, you say beer, but it was sex on the beach, really.
0: Well, sex it on the two beach. Two for one time cocktails drink. all the oh. Introduce aftershock that that uh, oh. Oh. All right, look, we digress even more there with. um
2: this is this supposed to be a film podcast. Yeah, film podcast like, turned yeah.
0: into a university drinking podcast, but it is relevant because <laughs> that's the type of film that, you know that this is. Yeah. But moving into then favorite aspect. Go on. It was your film. What did? What's your favourite aspect of the film?
2: I, I, I can look at it look at it now slightly differently because obviously I'm you know we're, we're all older, all wiser, some of us, um, but not me obviously. But um, I, I don't know. I think at the time, I think it it was probably it it was good because you could. You could relate to the relate to the film to the film like you know we were all in uni- university you know living together. They were all in university living together. And it was just you know it, it's you could o- you could almost see yourself doing those sorts of things. It was you,
1: time, it you know? was it was somewhat relatable, even yeah, though but, a lot of the stuff that happens in this film, none yeah. of us would ever do.
2: Oh no, no, but it, but I know you you.
1: Although there some, is an episode, there is an episode with the car. That uh, mirrors something that
2: uh <laughs> did once before.
0: <laughs> that, that was pre university though. Yeah.
2: Is that for another show?
0: I, I don't mind saying it, but um so we were around about 18 at the time, playing youth rugby back home in Aberdeen, and um in the film they they jump this big hole, don't they? All the bridge isn't there, so they try and R- jump in and ravine it is, isn't it? I think what, what's that?
1: it's a ravine i yeah, think
0: yeah yeah whatever you know it's a, it's a, the bridge has fallen anyway and they they yeah. jump it they make the jump and the, in this film the car blows up afterwards so my similar story is that we were on our way to um uh, rugby training my car and the week before there'd been some rain and you, you go through like a bit of a fall. hang on hang on, no it wasn't just rain it was like torrential downpours well, the That's week be- the week before there was a bit of rain and Never made it driven, and he'd gone through this ford, right? You know, so, you know, basically a road where you go through a little bit of water. He had gone through it, and it was one of those situations where, you know, the water was splashing up on each side, and we thought, oh, bloody hell, that was deep. Anyway, next week, fast forward, my turn, torrential rain. We, the boys, we come to the ford, and it's, it's looking a little bit higher, and the boys are like, go on, it'll be fine, we did it last week, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I proceed to floor it, drive into this Ford, and then or this river, more or less, to which point the the we hit the water. The car comes to a complete stop. The water goes forward, and it, it's loads of water going forward. It sort of then hits the other side of the bank, the other side, and then comes back like this bloody tidal wave over the car. To which point the car starts floating. Because that <laughs> car's floating up and down uh, as, you, as you do, we I start going oh shit, um get out get out push us out because the car had died at this point it you know cut out. Um most of the guys wind down the windows and climb out <laughs> that way because it's it, uh, the car's bloody floating. Anyway, I know my, what you're uh, say
1: My you're mate
0: do this Matthew Davis. He opens the door. Of the car, to which point, right, this, like, deluge (laughs) of water comes into the car and floods it. Anyway, we we managed to get the car out. We had to push
1: the car out of the water, didn't we? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, you know, this water was waist deep, if not higher, on some of the guys pushing it out. (laughs) Um, To which point the rest of the rugby club had come to sort of go training, seen what had happened. And I'm just like on the side of the road. Yeah, they were stuck on the other side of the pitch because obviously we couldn't get through, so they were all behind us. Yeah, yeah. So they're all chuckling and laughing to themselves. I'm thinking, oh, the hell am I going to explain this to my mum? To which point they were like, oh, don't worry. What we'll do is we'll rock the car back and forth. We'll tip it on its side so all the water runs out. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, they started rocking the car, to, but I managed to stop them before they tipped the car on the side. Just like typical jocks. Uh, in my mind, right, that's an American football or American high school type of thing to do where they start rocking your car and the car just tips over.
1: In fairness, when, when we start, I, I can't deny it, I was part of the rocking brigade. Um, when we started rocking it, we got some height on it as well, like, I'm surprised we didn't bugger your suspension.
0: Uh, I had to go drive home that night and tell my mum what had happened. To which You managed po- to
1: find plugs in
0: the car. Uh, yeah, it. to which point you find out that the bottom pans of the footwells have plugs in them that you can just take out for that very reason if your car gets flooded.
2: Is this your fear? <laughs> no, by chance. Uh,
0: but anyway, going back to Ev's point, I 100% agree. This sort of reminds me of my youth. It reminds me of the late 90s, early 2000s, and it reminds me of university. And for that reason, it yeah, it's my favourite aspect. It, it just, it relates to me, exactly what Evan just said. The other points I've got are great soundtrack, and I'd forgotten how much I enjoy Tom Green's character in the film. Uh, I'm
1: going to get on to him later. Um, <laughs> I'm with you guys, it's the nostalgia. Of you know of the film itself, but I will point out one person, Sean William Scott. I know he's playing to type; it's a stiffler type of character, but he does it so well. Yeah. I just I just like him as an actor in these type of roles. I I don't know if anyone's seen role models. where he he's uh, he's in there with. Uh, Paul Rudd, that's a good film, and he's playing another similar type of character in that, but I just like him. I find him quite charismatic, so, and I like him in this film, even though I wouldn't say his character as such is such as great.
0: I, I agree with you, right? Because I, I wrote down, um, E.L. is basically the Stifler character, mm. but I do think it's toned down, but toned down yeah. in a way that I think the character isn't as developed as Stifler is in the American yeah. Pie films. Maybe he, he doesn't have enough, I don't know.
1: Well, he's... I I got the impression that he's Josh's red devil on the shoulder, isn't he? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I haven't thought of that, but yeah.
1: He's always giving him the worst advice. Like, it's not cheating if it's a different area code. All that crap. And then... I, But I do love the end bit where he finally sees Tiffany and he goes, Dude,
0: she's hot a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, um, couple of questions I've got before we go into like favourite scene and things Another you know party at the beginning yeah. where they have the auction of the girls mm. those parties actually exist
1: well you still get the auctions don't you you get auctions for charity and stuff it's...
0: no no I know that yeah no the party as well like this is like a huge party there's people everywhere I, I can only assume they're in a fraternity house of some sort
1: yeah. are you did you not come to that massive house party someone had in uni?
0: Well, yeah, it was Nia's house party. Yeah, and, and they cl- they'd
1: cleared all the rooms out, the furniture. I don't know how they did. They had a DJ
0: on decks. That was that was like the road trip party. But the main difference is the house and road trip looks fucking huge. Yeah, the house we had was a terrace, two up, two down sort of scenario, and it was absolutely <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Yeah, more the fact also that the one girl, I'm sure she goes for like $5. And I was thinking back in the day, like, yeah. that would have been like four quid for us. And I was, I was think I could have afforded four quid. Come on.
1: Well, I don't know, but that's that's four pints for us in the uh, studio. <laughs> yeah. If it's
0: brains, like brain, you're talking five pints. I, I actually got another question. And Prague, you might be able to answer this because you spent a bit of time in, in America. Do all American dorms have that sharing scenario where two um, students would share a room together?
1: I think it's the customary thing. I know when I went and stayed in America, I had to share. They call it digs, don't they? You had to share. You, I had to share with uh, a Japanese boy who was over there to learn English. But it's it's so weird, especially coming from you know the upbringing that we have, where it's basically if you got a bed. If it's your bed, it's, you got your own room with that bed. So I walked in. So I when I went to like uh, check in at this hostel, I was no hostel, but um, it was like a uni sort of. the
0: halls of residence.
1: Sort of it, thing. it was in a, it was yeah. in a way, yeah. Although it wasn't connected to a university, it was it was like a halls of residence. When I checked in and they gave me my key and I was like, oh great, yeah, yeah. open the door, and this boy was already in there. And it's so weird. You walk in, right? And you got a bed uh on the left as you walk in through the door. You got a bed on the right. And honestly, if I wanted to, I could have held his hand in the night.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so it's just strange. It's it's weird for us, isn't it? It's, it's not n- for them.
0: It's not what we're used to, is it? And that's well, what it it's just a cultural difference. Yeah. And look, Ev, you went into halls of residence, but you would have had your own room, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, we, we, we had our own room so I think it's, we, I, I went in the halls where, where you had your own bathroom as well so it was a, it was an en suite in your yeah. room and the two other halls I remember, they they were they were both shared bathrooms but but one had meals included and it was just like oh, I, I want my own bathroom to be honest Yeah I'm not sharing
1: I would have been with you I wouldn't have wanted mm. the meals someone else is preparing either Yeah mm. Certainly not at that time. Anyway, it was my palate was very limited.
2: Yeah. With, with your plain pasta and pepper and black pepper on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first, I remember the first time Andrew was boiling pasta, and he and he cracked a, a chicken oxal cube into it to give it a bit of flavour. I tell you, all right, that blew my mind. I didn't, <laughs> didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, "What are you doing that for?" Well, give it a bit of flavour, in it. I tried a bit of his pasta, but I was in another world from that. <laughs> I got a couple of lines that I really liked. Um, I, I'm going to forgo the tape fiasco for now, right? That's going to come up later. But I did like one of the lines EL says about uh, it's, been, it's been sent to Tiffany, and he goes, that's not fair. How come she gets to see the tape and we don't? So i did I did laugh at that like, and also despite my love hate relationship with Tom Green's character, not Tom Green but Tom Green's character, I love it when he goes unleash the fury
0: uh-huh. <laughs> i I know what you mean about that character and i I'm of the same mind right i I love him in part, and other times i i just mm. uh, i just don't get it.
2: This was like Tom Green's five minutes of fame, wasn't it? He was he was everywhere by this film. Um, well,
1: he, he did but it off the off the back of this. He did Freddie Goffinger, didn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think, um, well, he had his own show, and I, I remember it's correct, as if I'm wrong, but didn't he have he had a form of testicular cancer? I think, and he for his show, he actually filmed the operation to remove his testicle and really? put it on the show. Yeah.
1: I did not know about that. I don't know a lot about Tom Green to be honest. No, I've mean, I c- seen him in interviews, and he comes across as quite a nice
0: guy. And I think you're right. He did. He had five minutes of fame, but like you know, you very rarely hear of him now. Well, I, yeah. don't. I don't. But then
1: again, we're over the other side of the pond, and we so we, I, you know, I know. I don't think. I think he started to do a bit more lately. But uh, I think, yeah. After Freddie Freddie got fingered, got absolutely hammered,
0: didn't it? So I think he sort of um fell away after that. I'd forgotten that he narrates the film, so to speak. Because he he tells mm. the story, doesn't he? Of you know the greatest story ever told, or whatever, however he <laughs> says it.
1: Yeah, I got another issue about that as well.
2: <laughs> and it wasn't he um wasn't he with Drew Barrymore as well at the time?
1: He was. Yeah, they were married for a brief period, yeah.
2: Well, married as married it. I got I gotta say, sorry, after no no after, after your your EL lines prog, that was the one thing I, it's it still cracks us up where 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 he goes to Josh and he's like, tell me you made you mailed the best tape to Tiffany. Oh um, yeah, he does his hair and he just goes, Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's coming, but it's just oh it's really fun.
0: Favorite scene then. I'll go first. It's the
1: uh jumping the car across the bridge I just like the setup uh, i it's it's obvious it's kind of obvious the the punchline of it you know something is gonna happen to the car but you don't know exactly what but I do like the build up and and I do think the payoff uh works
0: yeah and you've mentioned it already like uh, el's character sort of is egging them on he's always that sort of a yeah, person on their shoulder saying, go on, go on,
1: do it, do it. And I, do, I don't know why, but I, I, I think this is a testament to Sean William Scott and why I like him in the film, or like him as an actor. When he's hawking, I laugh. You know when he's dragging back the phlegm? And, he, mm. and he, does the, he does the first couple, and then he looks at Kyle as he's doing another <laughs> drag back, and then he spits. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he's spitting that far. Yeah. No. but I love the spit in the bridge, the bridge falling and they all look at the bridge and then what's the guy's name? Uh, is it Costanza? Paulo Costanza? as Ruben.
2: Oh, R- Ruben. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that then he just instantly just changes how fast they got to go. 75. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's other good I do think there's other good scenes in in the in the film. I, I'm not uh crapping on other scenes, but I that is my favorite scene.
2: Mm-hmm. I think my, mine's gotta be the um when when they go to the black fraternity and it, from from there right up until they leave. I think it, yes. Yeah, oh Kyle's a... coming out party.
0: <laughs> when he and comes it... out to that the next morning, yeah, and he's just like yeah, he's just like a Random normal god. dude. Yeah. I love the bit in the bus where he's got a he's got her
1: panties and they go, oh my god, what is what are they? It's her panties, and he just goes like, I with oh, them, and they're all like, oh, <laughs> did you kill a
2: cheetah? <laughs> I remember, it as well. Just for the just for the song because the because the song when he's when he's coming out of the house. Um, oh, I can't I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's by by Kid Rock, and I remember because. You know, I was I was big into me new metal, rap rock at the time, and it was it. You could tell when the film was made just by that song. And it's yeah.
1: well, a lot of these type of films are. They are, what's the word, beholden to the soundtrack because it's a yeah, it's absolutely a reflection of when they made, isn't it? The sound, the songs yeah. that they pick. I mean, this American Pie, you go you go to mm. any film in the eighties, you can tell it's eighties just by
0: the soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: no, definitely I, I agree with that but again it, it takes you back doesn't it and that, that, that's it for me um the the two scenes that you've mentioned already brilliant scenes i quite like the milk in the prostate scene i yeah. think it was overacted but at the time it was a case of really that you know you you can do that sort of thing um and again you know Yale's character where he's trying to you know, he's following the nurse down the, down the corridor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, have you got something in a more Asian persuasion?
1: I, I will nominate another two scenes briefly, just to mention them. Uh EL with the blind girl trying to get the bus. When <laughs> he's waving in front of her face, and she just puts her middle finger up at him. <laughs> uh, and also, Kyle and the waiter and the
2: powdered eggs.
0: <laughs> it is disgusting. Uh, but-
2: yeah, I forgot that bl- the the blind girl was um, uh, Chloe from Twenty Four. Do you do you watch Twenty Four with Jack? I
0: did. I, I, yeah. I had to Google it because I was like I recognise her, but what she been in? Um, I yeah, I got a couple. I, I've i i sang it already, but when um, Tom Green sings <laughs> Tiny Salmon, I um I just remember us going ha ha ha
2: ha. the ch- the chimpanzee?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And this time round, I physically burst out laughing because, again, it you know, brought yeah. back a memory of us doing it in, in uni. Um, the <laughs> snake and the hand, i have forgotten yeah. about that as well because there's the build-up. The snake doesn't do anything. All of a sudden, he grabs his hand and he's just like, ah! Um, <laughs> and it, the tone of it just changes, which, which, is, which is brilliant.
2: Yeah. When they
0: meet Barry's grandparents... And his grandma oh, yeah. stands up, and he's got a boner, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "Boner! Jesus Christ, lady, what, what what do you want me to do with it?" <laughs> I, I, again, just just chuckled at it. Um, yeah, I haven't got much else. You know, there, there, there's a couple of things. A couple of things I have got right. No, we're talking about Kyle just now, and he is mm. this like proper like, weird dweeby character. Um. But he just reminds me of Snoop Dogg in the way that he looks and his mannerisms. I I, I don't know yeah. what it is. It, it's just something about him. I think it's because he's like really like
2: skinny and, and yeah.
0: things.
1: Yeah. Is it cause all the clothes look baggy as well? That's, I am gonna say no. That's the only thing I'll give you about comparing him to <laughs> have Snoop a look
0: at Dogg. his face next time. Admittedly he's not black, I know that. But, uh, <laughs> Not.
1: Oh, I know we know I know we're not talking about that. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I think um I'd, well, one thing I was going to mention as well when when Beth goes to Boston um instead of Austin when she when she goes to the to the university like main reception and the receptionist just gives up this Tiffany Henderson's address oh the amount of GDPR you know compliance uh, there's it,
0: it a different time things,
2: Different she times. just gives, she just gives it up. You could just say, say anything. Oh yeah, I, I'm a mom. Yeah, but you don't. You've got like to it. remember yeah. now. This is
1: this is pre nine eleven, but
2: oh yeah, shit. Yeah.
1: Is it, you know, um, I would imagine security protocols are at, at a minimum.
0: I had a massive crush on Beth. Amy Smart. Yeah. yeah. Good looking girl. It yeah. probably helped the fact that she was topless in the film. And the fact that she wore a bra or didn't wear a bra for the rest of the film, mm. um, but I had a, yeah I had a huge crush on her. I always
1: I always preferred uh, Rachel Blanchard as uh, Tiffany.
0: Yeah, and so when I was watching the film this time round, I I, I did that thing of oh I forgot Alicia Silverstone whatever her name is is in this film and then I thought actually no that's not her. what am I doing. And I didn't put two and two together. The Rachel Blanchard was in the TV series of Clueless. And obviously Alicia, whatever her name is, was in the t- yeah in the film. So, but um Rachel Blanchard was also in Flight of the Concords. Oh, was she?
1: Yeah. Oh. She was she, she was the most beautiful girl in the room.
0: Oh, she was, yes. of course.
1: And if and if she was walking down the street, she'd definitely yeah. be in the top three.
0: She was also business time. It
2: could be a business model. Business yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they, they advised her to dye her hair red for the film. So yeah. her and Beth were quite different looking. But um yeah, I, I um yeah, I fancied Amy Smart in this. Well
2: also for um for, for slight cameos, you got um a guy called Ethan Sukley, um who's he who was in um uh, Mole Rats, the Kevin Kevin Smith film, and um, yes, he was in, he was he's in, American, in remember American, the Titans, yeah, American History X and Wolf of Wall Street as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think if you look at if you look him on look him up on YouTube now, he's lost shed loads of weight because I think he was he was typecast as that, as that, like, you know, fat, well, I, awkward, loner guy. Oh,
0: is it the guy who was in My Name Is Earl?
1: Yeah, I seen yes. an, I seen uh, an interview with him the other day, and he, he used to be up nearly six hundred pounds, I think, or five hundred and fifty pounds, yeah. and he's Gosh, lost.
2: No.
1: Yeah, he's lost like half his body weight, and he is like he's done a he's done such a good job with his conditioning. He does look like a different person. It's incredible. Yeah. A couple of other people in there as well. I'd shout out, shout out, Fred Ward. Mm. Love a bit of Fred Ward. Who plays a oh, typical yeah. Fred Ward character? Yeah, unless yeah. he's in Tremors.
0: Yeah, right. Well, and he's, he's just a f- drunk Fred Warden. Huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, and also, <laughs> also, Andy Dick. as the oh, one, yeah. As the motel clerk.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, so the director, Todd Phillips, he's in the film as well. He's the guy yeah. on the bus who goes to lick yes. the toes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> While we're talking about people in the film and whatever, um, do you know the, the role of Jacob, who is... Beth's other love interest. Hmm. Anthony Rapp. Is that his name? Well, he was originally going to be played by um, um, Crispin Glover from Back to the Future. okay. That
1: character's horrible,
0: isn't he? Oh, I just want to smack him. We've probably um, discussed this film far too long, so let's do changes.
2: (laughs) How did Kyle's parents know to go to the University of Austin?
1: Oh, but that plot, that plot line is just
2: terrible.
0: And was Fred Ward's character a police officer? I couldn't work it out.
1: Well, that,
2: that I took
0: it I at that because
1: he's in
2: with all the police, isn't he? Yeah, possibly. The the film is is what it is. I think it's you know it's it, it's that it's, it's that time you can't really change things. I mean, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'd include. Barry's granddad giving the dog a blowback of his weed um. yeah,
0: I don't think that <laughs> needed to be in there either yeah.
1: but I, I wouldn't say I have a particular problem with that scene that's, no. it's in there for comedy value but it's just I don't find it funny so no, yeah, I, I, I you know the Tom the scene I, I don't like is Tom Green with the two girls that's
2: the a scar- bit cringe yeah
1: I'm just like, oh god, you know. But again, you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it as such. it's such. Just a teen comedy. I mean,
0: yeah. I guess hmm. I get why it's there because it's his character. You can't believe any shit that comes out of his mouth because he's yeah. the one narrating the film. But I get, I get what you mean. It, it's it's unneeded. It's it's just a, It's like um, American Pie with um as best character. You know, it's just breasts. For the sake of breasts, yeah.
1: I mean, that's not the biggest problem with that particular scene, like, but I
0: do, the whole
1: tape. The, if you're going to delve into the film, right? I I don't really want to because it's all as we've said before. It's obvious time, but the whole mm. premise of the tape and then sending the wrong one on a different day that he asked his mate to send the original one. So what happened is mate just didn't bother sending the tape originally. And he was like, Oh, I better send that tape now a day later. Let me get a different tape from the video player. I don't even know how that worked. I got an issue with the the with the filming them having sex and him not realizing that the camera's still going. <laughs> like she, I, I get I get it. She's recording him initially and asking him questions. Yeah. Then she's being seductive, yeah, uh, mm. and and they and they sleep together. In the, in my head, I know that camera's still on. Mm. So what what's going on? Is he is he happy to be filming himself with that girl, even though he's got a, <sighs> what, he's, even though he's got a girlfriend?
2: Yeah. But, but but the thing the thing I don't get is like fair enough he fair enough that happens, and you know that's got its own issues. But then he transfers that onto a VHS tape. What?
0: no, I, I think... Oh, no, I it's, a VH, it. it's a VHS camera, but no, I read it as because there's a cable coming off it. It goes yeah. oh. onto the tape. That's it. Sorry. That's what, yeah, that's okay. what I read. But yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm no bloody expert in this. I have an issue with the fact that how do they know um that the, the package is gonna be there by the time they get there as well? And I, I know they've gotta get there before Beth not Beth. What's the car? Tiffany Tiffany. gets back, and that's on Monday or whatever, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, they could have gone there, and they may not have got there in time. It it is what it is with the film, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean,
1: at the end of the day, it's a a means to an end, isn't it? It's a way to get the film going. But this brings me out onto another point I wanted to make. Barry is supposed to be telling this awesome story about university, but everything that happens is outside of uni. Nothing happens on you. Nothing, much in the story happens on university grounds. So how is he selling the university to someone?
2: He's probably he's probably selling it on the basis of one party, which has a band no less with a with an entire <laughs> brass section.
1: I mean, I suppose if you you could sell it to the guys by saying we sell women here, For
0: five dollars.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> come to the University of what's it called?
2: Ithaca. Ithaca, Ithaca. sorry. Which
0: isn't a real university, is it? But um, it's based on, I think, the writer's um, experience of Ithaca College or whatever. I I got another another two things in terms of
1: the actual plot, and then I got a couple of picking nits. So in terms of the plot, why would Jacob tell Beth that he set Josh up to fail the exam? I, I, I have this issue with people all the time in films which is when they give the plan away. It's the old James Bond thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing is Beth calling in a bomb scare. I don't think that's aged well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I got a couple of picking nits. A pet snake in uni, no chance. Yeah. There's no way no ch- that's allowed.
2: There's no way I'd be staying in the same room as that anyway. I know why. And
1: then the other one was I never, I would never imagine an ancient philosophy class to be so popular. That that hall, that university lecture theatre, was quite full for ancient philosophy.
0: Well, right. maybe maybe it's the go-to subject in the US, especially around um, early 2000s. Who well, knows?
1: maybe Ithaca is a philosophy university.
0: Wow. Well, sounds like it might be.
2: Hmm.
0: Come on, then. Let's start thinking about wrapping up and asking the question that we always do at the end. Would you recommend? Ev?
2: No. Ooh. Um, I, I'd do, say
1: that I'd say that was a 49 yeah, percent in favor of
2: Norway. It was. It was. It was a, it was a Brexit decision. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's of its time, and I think it's you know it's nostalgic. It, it's it's got memories for me, memories for us. And I, but I think if if someone's looking for a film to watch, I would. I, this would be one of the last films to come into my head to, to recommend.
1: Oh Christ! Yeah. this would never enter my head as a comedy recommendation, but if someone said that they had watched American Pie and really enjoyed it, I would say Road Trip. Mm. But that's the only way I would recommend
0: it. Yeah, I'll go slightly against you. We often agree on these things, but I would recommend, but I I would I, I take on board everything that you guys have said, because we often have the conversation about whether we've got our nostalgia goggles on and whether we can't see past the film because the film means something to us because it's it has a memory somewhere in the back of our head right? or we have a memory of it in the back of it. head um, but this time round I will admit I enjoyed it I did, there were some bits I laughed out loud, is it the best film in the world no, is it even middle of the park, I'm not entirely sure but I think there's enough in there personally for me to say to someone exactly what Prague has just said if you like a certain type of film, watch it. Yeah. And and, and for me, I, I would recommend. So it's quite nice that we, um, yeah, potentially disagree slightly on it.
1: I mean, obviously, me and Evan aren't saying it's a bad film.
2: Yeah.
0: No. We're no,
1: no. We're just saying it's all this time and it's all this type.
0: Mm. It wouldn't get made today in the way that it got made then. That, mm. That's where it comes down to. Oh, no chance. No. So a couple of final things from me. It had a budget of sixteen million dollars, and it returned hundred twenty million dollars. That's not a bad return.
2: It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Again, it's it's flying on the on the back of uh, American Pie. Yeah. Like Th-
0: those type of films at, at the time flew by. Yeah, I'm not. You flew out the door and, and made a lot of money. Yeah, I,
2: I remember when when American Pie Two came out. So I think we all went to the cinema to see it. Every and was rammed.
0: Yeah, I remember. And then. Final, like factoid, that I've got is the opening scene where you, they do like a flyover of the university is actually Harvard, and the same footage oh. was used in Old School, so a film that Prague mentioned a little bit earlier. So,
2: okay, yeah.
0: there's obviously a bank of sort of stock footage that people use out there, and um, yeah, that, that's that's what they use. And then the other thing that I learned from this film. And to this day, I will never use. But it's not cheating if you spread um, spread peanut butter over your testicles and let your dog lick it off. Brilliant. Because it's
2: your dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's wrap it up there. Podcasts come out every Wednesday. Check us out on social media and also on YouTube, where we're hoping to do a lot more video content. Okay. Cheers, all.